This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. So in a week that saw the Reds clock up almost 4,500 miles prior to kick-off, this afternoon's game always posed a threat to Liverpool's fast start to the season. Goals from Sadio Mane on his return to the south coast before turning provider for Roberto Firmino saw Jurgen Klopp's men come away with the points. A mistake by Adrian past fit for the game allowed Liverpool old boy Danny Ings to get on the score sheet, leading to a nervy finale. The Reds' former forward had a chance shortly after scoring, but a collective sigh of relief was let out as he let Liverpool off the hook. So three points to react to this afternoon. I'm Guy Clark and this is Post Game. Coming up, we'll hear the debrief from our team at St Mary's. You'll hear Jurgen Klopp's press conference in full. And here on Blood Red, we bring you instant fan reaction to another three points for the Reds. Well, let's get to it then and down to the south coast to our team here from the Liverpool Echo. And our chief LFC writer Ian Doyle is with Connor Dunn. We're here at St Mary's Stadium after Liverpool won 2-1. It was quite a hard-fought game and Ralph Hasenhutl's side were pretty well-drilled and well-organised and looks to play on the counter-attack and press. I'm here with Ian Doyle and what did you make of it? Well, it was, as you said, it was a very hard-fought game. I thought Liverpool in the first half didn't play particularly well. They went awful. You know, but it wasn't quite like uh, against Chelsea midweek where they had a 15-20 minute spell in that first half where they were absolutely they were atrocious. But they weren't really hitting the heights. They had the, uh, one good chance where Mohamed Salah got through. Uh, saved by uh, Angus Gull, Southampton goalkeeper. And it was sound and got a bit of encouragement from that. And they had a couple of chances. There was uh, the save by Adrian from Yashida's header. And Che Adams put one over, should have done a lot better with a free header a bit after that. But then obviously came the moment that changed the game. That was Sadio Mane's strike. You know, it's, uh, he's, he's a man in form, and there wasn't anything that Gunn could have done about it. Uh, Mane gets the ball, left hand edge of the area, just takes a touch, and then just wraps his right foot around it into the top corner. And second half, Liverpool team transformed, the midfield seemed to click a bit more. It was very changed midfield as well, with Junior Wan Alden playing at the number six. James Miller was playing Oxley Chamberlain, it was good to see him. I know you've you've written about him playing in a in more of an accustomed role, wasn't he? Yeah. Rather than playing on the left, absolutely the left of the attack, uh, which he played against Chelsea, which you know Jurgen Klopp admitted afterwards that it was a, a bit of a mistake, wasn't very fair on the player. Uh, Manny turned creator, he, he charged down uh, yeah, the rest on. Yes, we yeah. found out who it was eventually, yeah, for, for the goal. Uh, Roberto Firmino taking on the pass. Um, going into the area and put a nice finish after going past uh, two or three defenders, and then came the the moment from Adrian, which you know he, there was he couldn't really uh, it wasn't very clever, was it really? That I mean he'd been threatening that for a little bit throughout the game. He was a little bit slack with his passing, a little bit laid back. And Danny Ings of all people, who just come on substitute, uh, charged it down, put it into the net two one. But nervy towards the end, Liverpool got the job done. Yeah, quite. So that's probably the story of the game in its entirety. Obviously when you allow players like Sadio Mane even just that little bit of space because Liverpool didn't have you know umpteen chances in the first half and it was just that moment and it did really change everything and you know he is a man in form as you said and yeah it's just to be through that goal a little bit more because it was a really really special strike actually well it was I mean, it was, it's, as we said it just came out of nothing came out of absolutely nothing there was no because even Mane himself wasn't playing particularly well in that yeah. first half he wasn't getting, you know, he wasn't getting grief from the Southampton fans, or like Virgil Van Dijk got a little bit of it. Not like you know, Lovren's had in the past where he's ended up having to be substituted. I think just to to save himself and do something daft. There was there was nothing like that. But as I say, it was when he picked the ball up, you kind of sensed that something might happen. But I don't think anybody expected him to do what he did. I mean, that's the strike of a man at the top of his game, full of self confidence, full of full of self belief, and it's the kind of strike that does change games and. 
Yeah, that's exactly what it did. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, at the other end of the pitch, it's where kind of the issues have been lying. You, you obviously mentioned it in the first half, how Southampton were kind of getting at Liverpool a little bit. And I think they had six shots from inside the penalty area in the first half mm-hmm. alone. And that's obviously not good. And they started a little bit slowly again today. Do you think that's just a bit of tightness from midweek or is that more issues that need to be ironed out? Well, the tightness from midweek is interesting because Liverpool actually finished the game stronger, I thought, finished the game stronger than Southampton until the, until the Eagles goal, which yeah. obviously changed things a little bit and started pumping the ball into the box. But they just seem to lack a little bit of concentration. They're a little bit careless in the ball, certainly playing the ball out from defence, which they got away with it a couple of times. Southampton threatened, though, with balls out wide, which is something that you know, I think they're going to have to look at in, in the short term, certainly at least. But, yeah, defensively, they weren't quite together. But having said that, in the second half, there was, I'm sure people will make a big deal. There was one bit of skill from Virgil van Dijk where the ball came over the top and he just... Anyone else would have just cleared it, but he kind of did some kind of... Backflick yes. over his shoulder to, to one of his teammates, which like he wasn't even breaking sweat by that point. But I thought Joel Matip did better than against Chelsea. Again, he had quite a lot of on his plate. Chasms. I thought I had a good game for, for Southampton. Innings when he came on, ran around, buzzed around a bit. I mean, the midfield got to grips with it more in the second half, as we said. Gini Wijnaldum in that number six role it's better. But overall, it was certainly a step in the right direction. And the fact is, they won. A win at Southampton is always a good result. Yeah, certainly. So one of the Urban Klopp's least favoured teams, actually. And yeah, it was a pretty decent performance second half, as you say. They came out, start the second half, all guns blazing, really. Had Sam come right on the back foot and you thought, yeah, they're really in control here. And again, as you say, it was only Adrian's mistake that kind of let them back into the game and invited that little bit more pressure. So obviously it's Arsenal next, got a week to prepare. And, and how, how do you see that going? And what, what's next for Liverpool, really? Well, I think Klopp will be made up with the fact they've got a full week uh, to the next game. You know, this was always going to be a testing period with so many important games, such a short space of time. Two trophies up for grabs, and they only lost one of them on penalties. They won one on penalties, but they only got beat by Manchester City on penalties, and they could easily have won that game in the second half. So Liverpool, I think the next step for them is to actually put a performance at 90 minutes, or even you know, an hour, would, would be a step in their direction. The first half, okay, Norwich in the first half, they were they scored good goals, but they were a little Still bit slack. Yeah, exactly, a little bit slack in the second half. It wasn't particularly great but the game was won by then Manchester City first half poor Chelsea first half poor Southampton first half not as good as the second half we'll say poor it just seems to lack a little bit of zip but they were in this Istanbul less than 72 hours earlier playing a playing a very intense game against one of their main Premier League rivals and won a trophy so I think for this week Klopp will be delighted and going ahead to that that Arsenal game having the extra time to prepare for it to you know, look at the tactics Arsenal would have played a few games now they might have shown their hand a little bit regards what kind of stuff they could be doing with their new players that are in there so you know, I think you know, Liverpool club will be satisfied to be relieved this week's over and they'll be looking forward to that week uh, working with his players The Echo's chief LFC writer Ian Doyle with Connor Dunn at St Mary's here on Post Game well let's now get to the boss Jurgen Klopp who's been addressing the press after today's 2-1 win Yeah, was that a win no. We played it last year, I don't know after which game it was difficult. Southampton is a good team, they defend well. They are really uh, just difficult to play. So good counter-attacks, good organization, all that stuff was last year. I don't even remember the result, but we were one 0 down, was it three one? Yeah. Um it was really difficult tonight. Uh, to this afternoon, it was difficult again. N- nothing to do with the, with the game on midweek. If he would have come here, I said before the game, if he would have come here with two weeks preparation, it would be difficult. So, um, 
I like the game a lot, to be honest. I like it. I cannot. It's not allowed to think too much about Wednesday, but of course I know it, and so I was really impressed how 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 fresh we looked in the start, especially how how, how um, yeah, just how, how how good we were in the start, and then uh, we could have been, we controlled the game, we were we were fluent all that stuff, and then yes, we gave a bit with a few the long balls and set pieces. Southampton came up then, so uh, but Sadio scored a fantastic goal. You know, pretty much best moment, at least of the first half, <laughs> last second pretty much. That helped, of course. And second half, uh, we, we made like, another big steps, really controlled the game better, did a lot of good things. And then minute 83 um, showed up on the on the screen and um, Adrian thought, um, I played um, really well, so maybe like Ali did always, maybe I have to make the same mistake like Ali did and kept the game a little bit open. Yeah, so, and then they came up and Ings had a big chance and that's normal. In that moment, I think the boys felt the tiredness and that was exactly the moment and they thought, really? Now we have to go again. And um, so we kept the result. I think we deserved the three points and I'm completely fine with that. David, you said anything about him when he was coming off the field. Sorry? Speak to Adrian about, about Masego. Yeah, finally arrived. Welcome. Ali did the same. Obviously, it's a it's a, a goalie thing at Liverpool. No problem with that as long as we win the games. All good. Yeah, that's why Alex Oxlade Chamberlain's performance as well. Brilliant. Yeah. Central position again. Yeah. So, yeah, that was different. Eh? So, it was outstanding good. It was 45 minutes on, on Wednesday. We can now say they, they helped for sure as well. Um, to get the minutes, to, to feel the to feel the intensity and know you are ready for the intensity. And then today we had to make changes and we did make changes. And uh, especially for us in the center of the park, it's really important that we are there um, ready for all these long runs, for all these decisive things. So we changed there. No, only two times, but Milly played not 90 minutes, so he, he stayed on the pitch. So it was just um, good to have these opportunities and yeah. Ox was obviously not bad today. Yeah, sorry, yeah, can you, um, I remember last season early on where um, where Ali made the mistake against uh, against Brighton. We said, doesn't matter, keep on doing what you're doing. That's the way we play. But today, that was well, at least the third clearance that hadn't gone quite to plan for for Adrian. Is that more of a problem? No, Adrian had uh, a swollen ankle, so we played too many balls back to him in this in that period. So you can, but I was happy about everything what he did today, all the saves, all that stuff. Um, if the, the other players have to, um, then we need to feel more the responsibility for the build-up. Then you cannot give all the balls back to him and hope that um, the painkillers still, still, still help or whatever. It's just um, I don't think the goal was because of that, but a few other balls were because he's completely good with his feet. And um, who, if you would have seen his ankle on Thursday after we left the plane, then you would say, okay, even that pass before the goal was was better than you would have expected. <laughs> So, no, it's all, it's all fine. Yeah, I was just going to ask about, you obviously have three ex-Southampton players, in this, three, three ex-Southampton players in, in your lineup today. Are you impressed with the way, is there, is there anything that you've seen in the, in the Southampton players you've got in your squad that, that makes you feel as a club that really knows how to look after young players? Yeah. Actually, today when, we, when I stood behind all the 22 players and I thought about it and it came in my mind, 
what the team Southampton would have if all these players would have stayed here. I think a couple of Southampton supporters think that as well, but that's how football is. I don't think there are a lot of areas in the world where which is um, that productive with um, with these outstanding football players. There are, there are a lot. So um, and um, yeah, but who was it? Ox and. Who, who Southampton only for I am. They played for Southampton. That that's different. But Ox is from Southampton, right? That's even different. And sorry, <laughs> from the area. Yeah. Okay, but it's um, yeah, it's impressive. Any final ones for? Not too bad. Jürgen, how close was it were you to not playing Adrian then in the circumstances? Uh, uh, he we had uh, a clearing session, or he had a clearing session this morning at ten o'clock. Um, and then the message flew to my iPhone, and I said he's fine. And then was if it, the message would have been he's not fine, then I, then I have to make a decision. And so then it was all good. We were waiting for that. He said actually at breakfast that he will be fine, but we had to test it, and that's what we did. Okay, final question in the open. Yes. Now you've had the opportunity to digest Wednesday night's victory. How does it feel to be manager of the most successful club in English football? <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, I have nothing to do with with um, pretty much 98% of the of the trophies the club won, eh? or 99 maybe. I don't know exactly how many da- uh, there are. So um, we it took long enough to get rid of the burden of all the of all the success in the in the past. So um, it's good that we that we won the game. We will we will never forget that. For sure, of course, we'll never forget that. But um, actually, it's it's easy. It's easy to to be happy after the game and to be concentrated next morning about the next thing. It's not that we now run constantly through the through the floors or whatever and, and, and celebrate and don't get our arms down. So um, that's all okay. Um, that's why I like it so much. It's for us. We are not used to winning big things and um, and then coming to Southampton and um, I, I really loved how much respect we we showed today. And I said before the game. This looks like the biggest banana skin in history. Everybody's waiting for it. Probably all the headlines are written already. And um, I told the boys the headline I would prefer is the mentality giants were in town. And um, that's how I feel in the moment. The boys did an outstanding job for today. All good. Let's go home, recover and start again. Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp speaking following the 2-1 win at Southampton. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. So we've heard from our team down at St Mary's as well as the manager Jurgen Klopp. So let's now get to you guys, the fans. Plenty of you have been speaking about the short amount of time the Reds have had between winning the UEFA Super Cup in Istanbul to today's assignment on the South Coast. Simon will have his say on that shortly, but not before Sam. Liverpool won't have had, they won't have had any time to train. Klopp would have been lucky to get a meeting with them to talk a bit about our shape and tactics there. And that's about it. That that's softer to do, and but I tell you what, if you win the game, you're all right to have your say and make a point and say, well, hang on, analyse that, and don't be letting any other teams do it because it's not really fair, and that's not just Liverpool, that's the rest of the the, the Premier, the, you know, the uh, the Premier League, you know. Anyway, basically, I watched the first half there, and I, I was I was standing there thinking, oh, you know, we were awful, we were flat, sluggish. We were very lucky to go in one nil half time, and Southampton weren't great either. Like by the way, I think they're going to struggle for goals. I was surprised things didn't start, 
But it was just a bit of brilliance from Manny. Absolute great goal. Anyone who hasn't seen it, have a little look. You know, later, because it's an absolute belter. And even though Liverpool were flat, and that was just that bit of quality. But when you're half flat, you might get the glimpse of quality, but your general quality can go. Because I think what it is, you might not be um, the physical tiredness. You might have had a bit of rest, but mentally you're tired. You know, when you're travelling, you've done and. You've, you, you know, you've had a long, hard season, then you've played extra time in a final, then you've had to travel, then you've travelled again and all that. So mentally, you can be mentally tired. And this is what I want to mention about Liverpool uh, today. The mentality was uh, was tremendous and the guts are there and the desires there. And I think that's how last season we ended up going so close in the league and being the kings of Europe because it's not about just playing. We've had loads of years... Loads of uh, teams in down the years where we played brilliant, you know, for one-off games. It's all about your mentality, sticking in there, staying in there, and having that the will and desire to win, even if you're not at your best and playing well. And that's what we've done today. Um, and that has really given me loads of encouragement. Because, by the way, this was the, a big banana skin. This, and everyone was waiting tomorrow. If you're a Gino one, and you're waiting for the big headlines, Liverpool got beaten. There's loads of pressure on Liverpool. They've got to win every game if they're going to uh, topple City. And you know, it was far from ideal after that Super Cup. And I was made up. Klopp played a played a, a fair string team in that Super Cup because that's a big cup. You know, I wasn't as concerned about the Shield, even though I want to win every game. But the Super Cups, you know. It's European champions versus Europa champions, and you know you want to win them kind of stuff. So, anyway, today uh, second half I thought Liverpool were brilliant. Firmino worked so hard. Oxley Chamberlain, by the way, deserves a mention. He was involved in all kinds, a lot of energy. Great to see him back because his little cameo in the Super Cup out of position, which I think was Klopp's fault, wasn't very good. But today, brilliant, involved in loads of stuff. Firmino was great. Manny was great. Salah was well off it, by the way. I thought Shaqiri was um, very unlucky not to get some minutes, by the way, to freshen things up. I do think if he's not going to get any now, he's going to struggle. So, overall, though, Matip had a good game defensively a couple of times on the ball. He didn't. Van Dijk was great. Um, Adrian bossing goal. I think it's when he's got the ball at his feet. He's struggling, you know. He's looking up as if he's in midfield, you know, to see if he can pass to. He can't do that on your goal line because you're going to concede a goal. And the goal he conceded was awful, but he did make a couple of really good saves. I think, listen, the defence and the team have got to adapt to who you've got in goal and stuff. It's all right passing it back to Allison because most of the time you can spray it around and he, he's a ball playing goalkeeper and that's fine. But you've got to know your strengths of your team around you. And I think now the likes of Van Dijk, Klopp, and all that they've got to realise now. Well, listen, what if Allison's um, not here and Adrian's in goal? We don't pass the ball back to him if, unless we have to. And you know you have to adjust your tactics. He's a great number two, Adrian. By the way, he's made a mistake today, but for that kind of quality to be on the bench, you know, you know, in the Super Cup final, it was never a pen, and then he saved the pen. So we can't argue with him. But listen, and made up. This this is one of the big tests, and even though it's early in the season, it's a big test. He's got to win these. And I'm I'm really I've got you know I'm really uh, pleased that we did. I think it really shows good signs because make no mistake, Liverpool uh, they're out of source. They're not the, they're not they're nowhere near the best. Um, and I think that'll take four or six weeks before we are. But you've got to pick the good teams who were there in the mix at the end for the trophies in the league. You know what they do? 
they pick up points when uh, when they need to pick up points, and 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 that's what we've done today. So that's brilliant. We're on to Arsenal. Got a full week's preparation next week. Arsenal are doing good at the moment. It looks like they freshened it up quite well, and they got uh, six points out of six there. They had a a good game there, a good uh, win against Burnley, and um, that that's never easy. Um, and you know we've got them next week, and I'm feeling the five thirty. So. We've got to give our all for that one, take each game as it comes, but brilliant, 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 and uh, I'm made up, because I, I did worry about today. Um, and I, I'm just intrigued what, what team we're going to play next week. I think he might have to mix it up again. Um, Salah looked off it today, which surprised me. So it's interesting, but really proud of the, the team's mentality today. Well in, Reds. Let's go next week. This is Simon Donnelly, LFC jury member for the Liverpool Echo. A really heavy start to the season for Liverpool. Um, Charity Community Shield at Wembley, Norwich at home, then seemingly somewhat bizarrely away in Istanbul against Chelsea midweek in the in the Super Cup. It's a difficult start, and Southampton away today after a start like we've had is definitely or was definitely a potential banana skin. The players must be physically tired, mentally tired, exhausted even. And uh, Jürgen Klopp appropriately jiggled his his central midfield to give a couple of guys a rest. And it worked. Um, we did what potential champions do. We battled to a very hard-fought and difficult three points at a, you know, an away game in the Premier League, a tough away game against a team who really, really want to put one over on us after all the players we've um, prized from them over the last few years. And it's back to my motto, my old favourite, marginal gains. I think it's games like today where these marginal gains come to fruition and they reap their reward. The confidence and the belief that this team has got, firstly from the manager, from Jürgen Klopp and how good he is as a manager. And secondly, from it coming to the fore by us winning the Champions League final and Super Cup final. These are the marginal gains that gain us the scrappy wins like today. This is where it comes to fruition, I believe. It's almost proof of my theory, isn't it? Let's face it. Um, but yeah, a very tough away game after the week we've had. And yet there we are. We've got the three points. Players have been jiggled about and rested. We've got a week off now before our next game, which is a home to Arsenal so next Saturday tea time. So very tough. But a week's rest ahead will do us the world of good. And dare I say it, we're up there. We're up there challenging and I think we will be all season. I think it's back to us on Man City. And I believe deep down in my heart, this is going to be our season. Great result tonight, Reds. Difficult game. Roll on next Saturday. Roll on Arsenal. Let's keep this going. Come on, you Reds. Simon and Sam both giving their thoughts on the win today, coupled with how the Reds have had to deal with a short turnaround since the trip to Istanbul. That one of the big talking points tonight in the Blood Red podcast Facebook group, as well as Adrian showing. David Rees keeps it simple and says a home win, an away win and a cup. Not a bad week. David Gravestock, meanwhile, says big three points, two cracking goals and a near-perfect second half. Hopefully, Adrian gets that out of his system like Ali did after Leicester made some good saves during the game, up the super European champion Reds. 
to Mark Sang now, who's been saying, really hope Becker recovers quickly. My heart cannot take the previous style of goalkeeping. Thank goodness Ings was his old self missing that sitter. And finally in the Facebook group is Jay Roberts. The good Ox seemed well on his way back, looked lively. The bad in the first half, Southampton really exploited our defensive right side in the same way Chelsea did. A worry. The ugly, I'll give you three guesses. And his man of the match is Mane. A great start to the season for him. Three points is three points. Up the Reds. So that the thoughts of the Blood Red Facebook group tonight. Elsewhere, a chance to look at some of the statistics and a key one for Jurgen Klopp, who's now amassed 300 league points in fewer games than any manager in Liverpool history, surpassing the mark previously set by Sir Kenny Dalglish. That was Klopp's 146th league game in charge of the Reds since taking the reins in October of 2015. Kenny Dalglish reached that threshold in his 150th fixture, so Klopp doing it in four fewer. We'll back to your reaction and your thoughts on the game to come from Matt Addison, but not before Owen on a nerve-jangling win. Wow. Phew. How are your nerves? Whew. This game has just finished and my heart is pounding a boom, boom, boom. Thank the universe for Sadio Mane, my man of the match, who was perpetual motion in attack today. One goal, one assist, lest we forget that bullet header that was well saved and that flick for Robbo that Kloppo may well describe as erotic. Also thank the universe for Bobby Firmino, who after scoring that sublime, tricky, intelligent goal, refused some kind of pill that was being offered to him by one of our medical team. What was it, I wonder? Anyway, if there's anyone who doesn't need drugs, our Bobby doesn't need drugs because he is a one-man happy pill, bringing joy to the red masses all over the world. We're watching him in his prime and isn't it just beautiful? As for the team, we had good spells and bad. Kudos to our manager and staff for fixing some glaring problems at half-time, most obviously for me being the lack of space and time for our midfield and full-backs. We seem to be outnumbered, uh, but, uh, you know, the stats are pretty good for us. I mean, we had 12 attempts in total to their 10. Um, again, I think we deserved to win. Um, we sort of edged it. Um, a few more tactical fouls might have might have done us well, actually. I mean, you know, not close to the box because Ward-Prowse was superb, wasn't he? But, you know, Southampton were a bit more aggressive with their 10 fouls to our 6. But, uh, you know, we had 60% possession and we generally, I think, I think deserved to win. We shaded it. Um, Adrian made some wonderful saves, I thought, as well. But, of course, not many people will remember that. Uh, but who cares? Onwards, upwards, three more points, six points out of six at the start. It's a perfect start and a wonderful week after Norwich showed again uh, by beating Newcastle how good they are. So, um, I think, uh, yeah... I'm in pretty good spirits. I just have to go for a lie down. This is Owen from Cop On Podcast saying well done boys.
Hello, it's Matt Addison for the post-match podcast after Liverpool just about won down at Southampton. It was so, so important that Liverpool got over the line today and it was a big test. The performance wasn't great, but the three points are all that matter at the end of the day. I thought it was a really mixed performance overall. There were some really good bits and some really, really not good bits. Quite often in the same move, it was quite frustrating to watch at times. But the main thing is that Liverpool scored more than Southampton and got those three points in the bag. Even at this stage of the Premier League season, every three points are crucial. And with Manchester City playing just after the Reds, it was massively important to keep that pressure on them, even at this stage of the season. I thought Salah, Mane and Firmino were quite good today. No surprise, of course. We know how much quality they've got, but after the exertions that they put in on Wednesday night, I wasn't quite sure how they were going to set up. I thought they did quite well, of course, not hitting their peak just yet, but there's still time. The main thing, though, for me was that Zed and Shakiri didn't start today. I thought that was a strange decision, didn't even come off the bench. And given how much those front three played on Wednesday night, you would have expected that he would have come in. You could see Shakiri looked a bit gutted on the bench today. I'm not saying he's going to be a problem or, or causing an issue with Jurgen Klopp, but I was surprised that he didn't feature. You'd have thought that that was the ideal game for him to come in. You have to mention Adrian as well. Good with his hands today, made a few good saves, but with his feet, not so good. It's a little bit strange. It's not what you expect from him. As he's come in, we've said so many times how fantastic he's been with his feet. and That's a huge advantage to Liverpool. But today, that error that he made was a bit Loris Carrius or Simon Mignolet-esque. To be fair to him, he was only fast fit earlier today. Um, but for me, he should have been playing a little bit safer. If he knew he was injured going into that match, why would you take so many risks? I'm not too sure. He had a couple of warnings in the first half and got away with it. The second half, he wasn't quite so lucky and it could have been a very different outcome for Liverpool. We know that he's not as good as Alisson, that much is clear. But until the Brazilian's back, he's going to have to do... I didn't think he was great today, but maybe we should wait and judge him over more than just one game. I thought many um, many aspects of Liverpool's game, they were similar to Wednesday night. It was a poor first half, much, much better in the second. And no player epitomised that more than Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. I thought he was so poor at, in that first period that he could well have been took off again at half-time. But thankfully Jurgen Klopp kept him on, and I thought he was much, much better after the interval. Trent Alexander-Arnold as well, not at his best. He should have been fresh, having missed out on Wednesday night, but didn't quite get up to his peak. A couple of crosses into the box that were good, but apart from that, his defending wasn't great. He got caught out a couple of times. Hopefully he can improve in the next couple of weeks. I thought Liverpool generally looked quite open at times. I thought Fabinho was really missed. And Gino Wijnaldum, as much as I do like him in the number six, in that number six position, um, I would have quite liked to see Adam Lallana there as well. Just We saw that over pre-season and I thought against his former club that could have been the time to put him in. In the end though, Liverpool got over the line, so nothing too much to criticise. I'm sure there was a few... Uh, disappointed or perhaps angry fans uh, today in terms of the Adrian mistake, the, the general performance and the general malaise that Liverpool got themselves into. But Liverpool did win in the end and that's the main thing. And now we go on to the next big test which is of course Arsenal next weekend. At home you'd expect a completely different Liverpool side and hopefully a refreshed one after a full week's rest.
thanks to Matt Addison and Owen. Well, it's been a busy and hectic week rounded off with three points for the Reds. Mane continuing his hot streak and Roberto Firmino now just one goal away from 50 Premier League strikes for Liverpool. Up next, Arsenal head to Anfield next Saturday. The Blood Red podcast will be here on Monday for the definitive look back on the weekend's action following on from an agenda to get you through until then. I've been Guy Clark here with Postgame. Thanks to all of you for your reaction and interaction. Until next time, bye for now. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.